Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. There's an awful lot of buzz that the Social Security Trust Fund could be depleted in less than 15 years. But is it all doom and gloom for us? Well, Philip Statler is going to help put that into perspective. Plus, if you are taking withdrawals from your retirement accounts, you might need to dodge the tax torpedo that could be headed your way. We have a lot to talk about here today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. Philip, always a pleasure to sit down with you before we dive into our uh, social security forecast here. I hope you're doing great this week. Hey, doing good. It's, uh, you know, taking a little time away from the microphone and from the office. Yeah. So it's great to be back in the saddle and in the office. Hey, excited about the show today. Yeah, you, you've had an awful lot going on. So we are we are glad to have you back here. And uh, just to get you caught up, Philip, not that I, I'm sure that you don't get to totally tune out when you're when you're traveling do you do a good job of that do you shut everything off or are you uh, not able to help yourself when you keep checking no, headlines and everything check headlines <laughs> you gotta see what the market's doing today yep. <laughs> thumb through the emails all that kind of stuff yeah all yeah, right it's hard so, to just veg out exactly so you're not totally i'm not totally having to catch you back up you you kind of know what's what's going on here i i do the same thing i have a hard time just completely shutting it down uh but analysts are saying the social security trust fund will be depleted by 2030 so that's one year earlier than what projections were showing before the pandemic Uh, so there's clearly been an impact here philip on the solvency of the trust fund but it, it wasn't as deep the impact wasn't as deep as some people had feared it would be no it really hasn't let me just you know make a little correction there's 2033 jen not 2030 so let's don't oh sorry i thought i said 33 sorry sorry let's don't save any extra years off of there i literally Um, had 2033 written down on my notes but i must have said the wrong thing sorry that's okay hey we need every year we can get but you're right so it is um so here's the deal everybody thought because of 2020 Uh, all the issues, right? People weren't working, so they weren't paying in to Social Security and Medicare. And, you you know, people would be paying out more because more people would decide to retire than go back to work. So it wasn't quite as bad as as we anticipated in, in, Mm -hmm. in the whole totality of things. You know, because one thing I need to point out is that depletion slash insolvency, right, doesn't mean that it's bankrupt. Those mm. are two different things. Mm-hmm. There's still money coming in that can get paid out. Granted, it's only about 78% of what we need. That's the projected amounts. Right. Um, and, and again, it's because in 2020, we didn't have you know less employees paying in. Interest rates are significantly lower. We had GDP drop substantially in 2020. <clears throat> All those things impacted that, that trust fund. Um, but on the other side of the coin, and this isn't really good news, uh, but it is what helped um, make that number less than expected, is that um, the drop in payroll taxes was offset by somewhat higher mortality rates. And again, mm. it's not good news, um, right. but that is why we did not see as big a decline in the trust fund as was originally anticipated. 
Right. That makes sense. So, and yeah, to your point, not not good news, but it's one of the, the facts that plays into date of insolvency not being pushed even closer was because you did have, because of those higher mortality rates, fewer people than uh, having to take those benefits. So just a, a valid point there. Yep. What's your take, Philip, on possible reforms to the Social Security program down the road? I know that's something people always have questions about. Obviously, it's something that should have been done quite a few years ago. I mean, like even decades ago, somebody should have been addressing this. But but we know that in Washington, things don't get done until the, you know, the, the last second of, of getting something yeah. done. Um, you know, there's a lot of fixes that I can see would easily be taken care of some of this, um, especially if it was done 10, 20 years ago, but they haven't. So the question is, what are they going to do? You know, Mm. who knows what they'll do up there because they can't work together. But I think that ultimately more people will have to pay social security tax on more of their income. I could see even as people live longer that we could push out the anticipated benefit date. So instead of 62, maybe the, you know, the minimum, the first time you could have options to take social security to be 65. Um, I can see some of those things being staggered in. If you want full retirement would now be 70 instead of 67. Some of those type of things would obviously stretch out social security. Uh, In my mind, it's, it's easy. I don't know why they can't get it done out there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I know. Just you're you're solving all the problems right here, right yeah, here yeah, in Sebring. They just have to turn into the Statler Financial Radio Show. They can learn how to do it all. That's right. You you listening up there, Washington? You listening? <laughs> well, what about for people who are already on Social Security right now? I mean, it's good to think about how things might be reformed. Some of those long term changes. What about changes for next year? Because I think we're getting close to the point where we might hear about what's going on with uh, cost of living adjustments, that type of thing. What What's the outlook on changes for next year? So we've heard some buzz about what's coming down the pipe. That, you know, obviously they don't they don't give that announcement until October. Um, yeah, kind of the middle the S- of the month, I think. Yeah, I think so. We got a, we got a couple of weeks probably to go, but we do know that there will be an increase. Now, I've heard estimates anywhere from 3% to as high as 6%. Um, So where it falls, who knows? Uh, But again, that will be announced later in the month of October. Um, But don't forget that when Social Security goes up, Medicare premiums go up too. You know, Mm -hmm. especially the Medicare Part B premium. That's what um, you pay for your doctors and tests and all that kind of stuff. it will go up because of inflation also. Right now, they anticipate that they could go up as much as 7%. Um, that rate would be somewhere around a, almost $160 in 2022. That's a pretty substantial increase. It will eat yeah. up. It'll eat up some of, if not all, of that um, increase you get in your Social Security. So, Philip, talk a little bit about, as, as we think about things like Social Security, I know that's an important part of income for pretty much everybody in retirement. But just talk a little bit about your process for helping us sift through some of those things like our Social Security decisions, along with the, the rest of our income sources and everything else that we need to be uh, thinking about to make sure the money's going to last. You know, Jen, that's uh, people 
think of Social Security when I think of retirement, and, and rightly so, because it, it is now makes up probably uh, a third of most people's um well, really probably half of most people's retirement income. And so that's why it's so important that we have some type of written retirement income plan in place so we know where the rest of that money is going to come from in retirement. Because you know, if all you're going to have is Social Security, it's going to be a, a pretty tough road um, when it comes to living in retirement if, if all you're going to have is Social Security. And so we want to put together that income plan. And that's one of the things we do here at Statler Financial. It's actually one of the things I believe is one of the most important things that people need to have in place, and that's a written retirement income plan. To schedule yours, if you have at least $150,000 or more in savings, save for retirement, give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And of course, when we think about Social Security delaying those benefits, that's a common strategy that people use. But you do need to know what could potentially happen when you start taking your benefits. If you delay those until you're in your 70s, for example, until you turn age 70, this, Philip, is what some analysts are calling the tax torpedo. Exactly. And so why do they say that? Well, a couple things. One is, if you if you think about it, if you wait until 70 to start drawing your Social Security, which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's good. You're going to get the highest benefit possible that you can get from Social Security, which I think is, is probably a good thing. Um, but the other part of that is remember that at age 72 now, you have to start taking your required minimum distributions out of your IRAs. And so they call it that because now all of a sudden you've got this extra money you're having to take out of your IRA along with this higher Social Security amount. You combine those two things together and all of a sudden you could get catapulted into a higher tax bracket, Mm. which nobody wants to see happen. And let's face it, taxes are going to get higher um, here in the next year. That's right. That's right. I mean, this tax torpedo is something to watch out for with tax rates where they are right now. But we do know that they're going to be higher. There are these these proposals. House Democrats working on a proposal for a $2.9 trillion tax increase. It, it might be with the Senate at this point. But it, wh- whatever that ends up looking like when it gets to the president's desk for his signature, if it gets there, what impact could that have on retirees? You know, it's going to be a huge impact. You know, people look at that and they say, I don't qualify for any of those tax increases. I don't make more than 400000 You know, our household income isn't more than four fifty. None of those things are going to apply to me. You know, it's interesting because on the plane coming home from vacation, I was over, you know, I was eavesdropping a little bit, listening to a couple of guys having a conversation. <laughs> and, uh, and the bottom line was, you, you know, everybody is going to pay more. It's going to trickle down to you and me and everybody in the way of price increases, the way of inflation. So not, you know, maybe your individual tax rate won't go up, but believe me, you are going to pay more, not to IRS, but in everything that you buy, because that business owner is going to raise their prices in order to, to have enough income to pay those extra taxes. 
So many things that we need to be aware of when you look at what could be happening with tax rates down the road and making sure that we're making the right decisions with things like our Social Security. That that can have an impact on what's going on with our taxes, what's going on with our income down the road. Getting that timing right is so important. 96% of Americans are taking Social Security at the wrong time. So, of course, that means it's most of us who are losing out on tens of thousands of dollars over a lifetime by not taking those benefits at the optimal time. Absolutely. You know, the average household could be missing out, Jen, on $111,000 in unclaimed Social Security benefits because of people taking their benefit at the wrong time. Unfortunately, not many financial advisors are willing to take the time to talk about this. To me, folks, $100,000 is a significant amount of money, and, and I wouldn't want to accidentally miss out on a benefit like that. There are lots of variables that you need to consider, you need to understand when it comes to taking your Social Security. So I'm offering a free Social Security analysis to help you sort through all the different options of how to claim your benefits. Learn how, you know, about the potential impact your decision can have on your taxes, your Medicare, your spousal benefits, and more. And pinpoint the precise time you should start looking at taking your Social Security to make sure you're not missing out on tens of thousands of dollars of benefits. Now, listen, the Social Security Administration can't help you with all this. They can give you the facts about your Social Security, but they can't teach you how to make the most out of your benefit. That's what our Social Security analysis can do for you when you give us a call at 863-285-3815 right now. Folks, listen, the Social Security is one of the most important financial decisions that you'll ever make. If you saved at least $150,000 for your retirement and you have not started taking your Social Security benefits yet, call me to get your free Social Security analysis. It's 863-285-3815. 863 863- 285-3815. You heard that right. You could be missing out on tens of thousands of dollars in lifetime income, or you could be living your best case scenario. It's just a matter of claiming your social security at the right time. So call now for that social security analysis at 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. You toss a penny over your shoulder into a fountain and you make a wish. You look into the fountain and see a lot of pennies, but you see some quarters too. You think, who throws quarters when pennies will do? Now think about the taxes you could be paying in retirement. Do you want to throw pennies or quarters to Uncle Sam? Philip Statler at Statler Financial knows that not planning for taxes in retirement can drain your savings. Taxes can be complicated, so start planning now so you aren't caught off guard in retirement. Call Philip at 863-285-3815. Together, you'll create a plan designed to help you keep as much of your money as possible. Watch your pennies and quarters in retirement. Tell Philip Statler at Statler Financial what your retirement wishes are. Call now, 863-285-3815. That number, 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. Philip is the inaugural Highlander Award winner 
for Financial Representative of the Year. Check him out online at statlerfinancial.com. And Philip, some exciting news here. Wall Street Journal says the hot new advantage in sports is being old. <laughs> I mean, uh, let's let's talk about uh, Tom Brady, for example, still winning Super Bowls in his forties. And we're uh, excited about that and, here. You yeah, know. very we're excited. Really excited I know, that, yeah. I know. Turns out it wasn't Bill Belichick after all. Uh, I guess it's just Tom Brady, uh, Phil Mickelson, Sue Bird, Venus Williams. All of these people are flipping the script on the traditional mindset that youthful vigor and strength prevail over wisdom and experience. And of course, you know, we use this word old when we're talking about these people in their 40s and 50s. Let's be careful now. Right. They're old for athletes, right? (laughs) For the world of sports, we call them old, but they're really not. Um, Phil Mickelson, now the oldest majors champion, of course, winning the 2021 PGA Championship at age 50. And after winning, when he uh, he had his kind of post uh, post championship press conference, he told the media that age isn't a reason to not be able to succeed. And I, I love this quote. So take a listen here. The point is that there's no reason why I or anybody else can't do it at a later age. It just takes a little bit more work. Just a little bit more work. And he beats guys half his age in that championship. <laughs> As somebody who helps people get ready to retire, Philip, what do you take from that mindset? Well, I, I think you have to have the mindset that, uh, one, you, you have to work a little harder, right? I mean, it's not just going to yeah. be given to you. You have to work a little harder. You have to be prepared to put that work in so that you have the retirement that you always dreamed of. It doesn't just pop up out of a box and, hey, here's a happy retirement. Hmm. It, it takes some work and it takes some planning and it takes a, I'm going to say a shift in mindset, mm-hmm. right? Because up until people retire, what are they concerned about? Uh, accumulating money, right? right. They, want a, yeah. they want the biggest you know, they're trying to fill that bucket of money as best they can. They want it heaping over. And then when they switch to retirement, now it's, they don't have a job. They're not, they're not contributing to that. So now it's a matter of keeping what they have mm-hmm. and being able to live off of that for the rest of their lives. And so that's just a different mindset and, and people, you know, it's different and it takes a different type of advisor to do that because, you know, the guy that's good at accumulating money is usually not the same guy that's good at making sure you don't lose it. Yeah. So, Philip, I think that's so interesting. You know, obviously, when we talk about some of these athletes, we're talking about um, what's going on with our physical health. We know that that things change uh, very much for us physically as we age. You know, losing weight is very different in your 40s and 50s and 60s versus in your 20s. Your metabolism is very different. It's all different. We know this with our physical bodies, but why don't more people recognize this financially, that things are different for us financially as as we get into our 50s and 60s? I'm going to say that most likely, and I don't have a real good answer for that, but most likely, I believe it's probably because they have a relationship with Mm. the person that's been taking care of their money, their investment professional. They've got that relationship and that trust built up. So they trust that that advisor is going to flip the switch for them. 
And the, and the problem is, is that typically it takes a whole different type of advisor. And, and so that's why we see that, that so often that people don't make the change because they have that trust relationship with their current advisor who's doing a good job doing what they're supposed to do. And they just assume that, that he's good on the other side of the mountain too when it comes to safety and distribution planning and those type of things. The fact is that that doesn't always stand up to, to being the truth. And so, so that's why I think there's such, such a disconnect there of why people continue to do what they're doing instead of making that shift. Since you brought up mountain, um, that, that mountain analogy going up the mountain versus coming down, there was recently a 75-year-old grandfather from Chicago who has become the oldest American to climb Mount Everest. Really? So I get tired just go just reading that sentence, <laughs> thinking about uh, climbing Mount Everest at age seventy five. And you know, I I want to spend a, a few moments talking about that mountain analogy, Philip, because um, it, it, we just need to recognize that there's a transition that happens in our working years. That's when we're climbing up. That's when we're scaling Mount Everest. When we get to retirement is when we're coming back down, and that's actually where most people. Have have the most mistakes when they're physically climbing a mountain. Uh, we can make some mistakes here with our financial descent as well, right? You're absolutely right, Jen. A matter, a matter of fact, if people look at, at, at any of the facts about mountain climbing, more people get killed coming down the mountain yeah. than they get killed going up the mountain. Right. Um, and, and so the same is true when it comes to retirement. I can't tell you how many people I've sat down with who did a great job coming up the mountain. But, oh, man, have they failed after retirement and, and the distribution planning phase of their retirement. And so it, it just is what it is. And, and people don't like change. And, and I understand that. That's human nature. But, folks, listen, if you're getting close to retirement, what is that? That's five years. Man, if you are five years out from retirement, it is so important that you start getting second opinions. You start looking at somebody that understands the other phases of planning in retirement. And that's the distribution phase, making sure your money is protected. Those things are so important as we head into retirement because people are living longer. Did you yep. know, Jen, that but the fact is that that um, Americans turning 65 today, that they can expect to live 40 percent longer than wow. somebody that turned 65 in 1950. Wow. Yeah, we're living longer. You're right. And, and that's a long time. And so I just feel that people need to be prepared and they need to be ready to make some changes in their life from a financial standpoint when they start looking at retirement. Yeah, it's certainly something that we want to be thinking about. This whole longevity issue is something that we do need to take seriously. How do you help your clients get serious about planning for longevity in retirement? Well, one of the biggest fails I see in retirement planning is the lack of a written income plan for retirement. And so that just runs into the whole longevity thing, right? So, so when we build that, I expect today that more people are going to live to 100 than we anticipate. And so we build a plan that, that's going to say, hey, look, at, a, at, at age 100, you're still going to have money left. So 
you know, you could live another five or 10 years um, because nobody knows, right? With, with medicine continuing to reinvent itself and improve itself, who knows how long we're going to live? And because of that, Jen, I believe it is so vitally important that folks have a written retirement income plan, so much so that I want to make this offer right now. Folks, if you don't have a written retirement income plan, give us a call and let's walk through that process of creating one for you. If you're five years out from retirement or you're already retired, I can't tell you, it's not too late. Let's go ahead and put one in place for you. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 and let's get started on some of that planning stuff. That's right. 863-285-3815 is that number. Again, that's 863-285-3815. Philip, let's talk about how we know if we've saved enough to be okay, even if we live a long time in retirement. I think that's, that's the big question everybody has when we start talking about longevity. Did I save enough to be okay? How do we make sure we've done that? Well, I, I think that it's... Um... Uh, again, uh, putting together that budget, I mean, because everybody wants to look at the mountain, right? How much did I save? Folks, it doesn't take long for that mountain to disappear if you don't have the right income plan in place, right? The market can take a cut out of it. The taxes can take a cut out of it. Healthcare, inflation, all these different things can take a cut out of that big mountain that you've developed over time. It's not the mountain that's going to get you. It's going to be the saving, the what are we going to do, mm-hmm. making sure that we've got the right planning in place to get through retirement. We want to have that that comprehensive strategy to make sure we, we can survive to age 100, Jen. Folks, listen, if you don't know how you're going to get through retirement, you're not sure what your income is going to be, where that income is going to come from. That's where a written retirement income plan comes into play. Give us a call and let's walk you through that process to develop not just the budget, but let's determine what you need in income. And then let's create the plan to put that into place. It's going to account for volatility in the market, for taxes going up, healthcare costs going up, and everything else going up with inflation. Give us a call right now at 863-285-3815. Let us help you. 863-285-3815. Give us a call right now. Let's get started on your income plan. Again, that's 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. If you have a retirement plan and would like a second opinion, call Statler Financial Services today, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You toss a penny over your shoulder into a fountain and you make a wish. You look into the fountain and see a lot of pennies, but you see some quarters too. You think, who throws quarters when pennies will do? Now think about the taxes you could be paying in retirement. Do you want to throw pennies or quarters to Uncle Sam? 
Philip Statler at Statler Financial knows that not planning for taxes in retirement can drain your savings. Taxes can be complicated, so start planning now so you aren't caught off guard in retirement. Call Philip at 863-285-3815. Together, you'll create a plan designed to help you keep as much of your money as possible. Watch your pennies and quarters in retirement. Tell Philip Statler at Statler Financial what your retirement wishes are. Call now, 863-285-3815. That number, 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and may not give tax advice. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. StatlerFinancial.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Talking today about longevity. As one of the biggest risks to your retirement income, it can pose a real challenge for today's retirees. And we're always trying to come up with ways to deal with this challenge, Philip, of making sure that we don't outlive our savings. And so a few years ago, a contributor on Forbes came up with a rather snarky list of ways to shorten your lifespan so you don't run out of money. So uh, they suggested things like minimize your physical activity, uh, avoid vegetables at all costs keep to yourself, become a couch potato, watch TV, get upset over things you can't control. Um, <laughs> kind of uh, obviously the obvi- the opposite of the approach that we want to be taking. Um, we don't want to stop living because we're worried about money. We want to embrace the idea of living longer instead of dreading it. And you know what? This does happen, Philip. There are people who say, I remember my grandma saying she did not ever want to be old. She didn't want that. And how sad when people have that mentality because of money. We don't want to have this this mindset of, I, I hope I don't live that long because I can't afford it. How do you help people solve the money side so they can actually embrace the idea of living longer? Well, I think that, you know, we are living longer as a society, right? And so I think that we just need to embrace it. And and it, it is a conversation that we have to have because I, I do get folks that I sit down with. It's like, man, I, you know, I just don't know if I live that long. I don't know that I've got enough to get me through. Mm. Well, you know, Jen, there's only a couple things that we can do to determine what that's going to look like for people. And obviously there's always going to be that event that nobody plans for that emergency. Right. So, but barring that, and, and even part of that can be incorporated into somebody's income plan. I just, I believe that that's what most people are missing when it comes to retirement planning is that they don't have a written retirement income plan. You know, they've got a bunch of accounts spread across uh, all different places. Maybe maybe an advisor here, an advisor there, the 401k, the 403b, but they don't have a plan. And that's what's missing from most people's retirement planning situation mm-hmm. is they don't think about it. And so they don't put anything together. So so that's going to be it. That, because that one thing, Jen, will put people's mind at ease mm-hmm. when it comes to longevity. 
Right. I think the other, a a big concern that people have when they think about living a long life is healthcare costs. Now, there there are some people who who might think, hey, if I stay healthy, my healthcare costs will be lower. But even the average 65-year-old couple, Fidelity now says the average 65-year-old couple, not someone who's sick, not someone who's not healthy, the average 65-year-old couple can expect to pay $300,000 to cover those health care costs in retirement. This is one of those big ticket items that we have to think about. How do you help people tackle that issue of paying for health care in retirement? That, that's a big one for a lot of people. You know, Jen, you're right. That's, that's a big number. That, that's a huge number, matter of fact. And so probably look at that number different than than most people out there. Mm-hmm. I look at the source of Fidelity and Fidelity does all kinds of studies. And that's that's really great. They're obviously wanting people to invest more, save more. And, and hey, look, I'm in that business, too. Right. But I, I take that and say a 65 year old couple, uh, they're going to live, say, 25 more years. Mm-hmm. So you divide that by 25, and don't get me wrong, Jen, that's still a big number. That's a huge number. Right. But we're talking about things like Medicare supplements, mm-hmm. Medicare itself, and then we're talking about what we have to pay for all the other things. So yeah. It's not writing it, a $300,000 check. It's not writing a $300,000 check. Once. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, so, so, it, so it, it gets built into, I look at it as I build it into inflation, right? It's okay. healthcare costs, just like everything else is going to go up over time. Now, healthcare costs is going to go up more probably than regular inflation. It may go up faster than regular inflation, but we build that stuff in to our uh, our income planning so that we're going to give folks periodic raises in their income to make sure that we take care of all those things that are going to be inflationary. And, and healthcare is just one of those things. And mm-hmm. so um, we look at it from that standpoint because because their number doesn't doesn't even talk about long term care. And yeah. because that's a whole different conversation that we have with clients on how do we do that? What do we do to help take care of long term care? Because that's not including that three hundred thousand. Um, and we're very intentional about that because that is a big concern for folks. Um, is how do I cover those long-term care expenses? And the problem is there's not one way. There's not one one way at all. There's not one right way. There's several options and people have to, based on their circumstances, understand what those options mean for them. Look, it all still boils down to a couple things, Jen. It boils down to one, risk, right? How much risk do we have in our portfolio you know, how much volatility can we handle and what's volatility going to do to our, our mountain that we've accumulated? And then secondly is income planning. Having that income plan in place so that the last half of the mountain coming down the mountain is going to be just as successful as climbing up the mountain. To do that, give us a call, 863-285-3815, because Jim, that takes a different set of eyes to come down the mountain. Give us a call, 863-285-3815 to start your financial x-ray. Listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler, and I am Jen Rezac alongside. That number one more time is 863 863- 
285-3815. Let's talk about some of the other factors that go with living a longer life and, and living a longer time in retirement, Philip. Of course, that's that's more years of things like paying taxes throughout your retirement. So <laughs> the joy of retirement. Right, paying taxes, the, right. The joy of retirement, paying those taxes. So if we can't escape the number of years that we're paying them. What are some other things that we can do to minimize that impact? Well, I think we have to be, number one, cognizant that taxes don't go away just because we retired. No, you don't get right? a, a break you, on that. You don't right. get a pass. Um, I, and I have some people that think that they do, but mm. you don't. And so so we need to look at being tax efficient, You know, not doing things like cash in your 401k and take it and run, right? Because- that's going to be really taxing to people. They're going yes. to feel that burden really heavy and hard. So, so it's it's having the right tax plan, knowing where to take money from, when to take it. All those things come into play when we talk about, you know, the tax question. What do we need to look at? Do we need to look at at Roth conversions? Do we need to look at other things that are out there? All those things come into play when it comes to to tax planning and not wasting. The other thing I see, Jen, I see people wasting their tax bracket. They don't take enough out of their IRAs to, to even pay zero tax on it, which is a huge, huge error that I see all the time. Uh, so so that's how we deal with taxes is, is we want to make sure that people are minimizing what they have to pay. Philip, can you ever be too young to start thinking about some of these things, whether it's taxes or, or income or planning for longevity? I don't think you can ever be too young to prepare for retirement. You know, I, I sat down with a 30-something-year-old young lady the other day huh. who, hey, I need to start planning now because she, and she's looking at it the right way. I don't think there's going to be Social Security when I get there. Yep. Um, I don't think there's going to be a, I don't think they're going to have a pension when I get there. Um, so she's like, I'm, it's got to be me. And so we walked through how to do that, what she could save on a, on a monthly or weekly basis. Good for her. You know, yeah. we, we, we helped her set up an account um, to, to start that process. Um, and, and so, you know, those are things that I, I don't think you'd be too young to start putting money away now for retirement. Um, and so I, I think that people need to start as soon as they start working. It's, and you need to start paying yourself first. I know, you know, we hear that all the time, but we do. I mean, that's the problem right now with, with the United States is that, you know, not enough people start planning for retirement soon enough and start saving. Mm-hmm. They want stuff now and they're embodied with a lot of student loans and all that stuff you know, just gets clouded up and they don't start doing what they need to do for retirement. Yeah. Uh, good, good for her for recognizing that she needs to start planning early. When is it a good time to get a second opinion on the things that we've done? For those who are maybe closer to retirement and they are further along that road of saving, when do they need to start having somebody take a look at, at some of the things they've been, they've been doing and, and the things that they're thinking about doing to make sure that they don't make a misstep? Somewhere between 50 and 55 probably ought to be your first look at a second opinion, probably closer to 55 because you may have some options at 55 that 
that are available to you to do some things that, that you can't do at age 50. And, and most likely at, at 55, you're 10 years probably before most people really seriously think about retiring because of health insurance issues. They're going to wait till they qualify for Medicare um, before they really retire. Uh, I know there's people that do it at 62, but, but you know, 65, 10 years from that, that's a good first check-in to see where you are. And then I would say, you know, at 60, you need to be serious about getting a second opinion, putting together some planning and start that process then. So you're prepared to retire because anything can happen in that five-year period yeah, or yeah. seven-year period before you retire. The market can, you know, take a dive like it did in 2008. And what if you're going to retire in five years? Man, that can be problematic for you. And so um, a lot of different scenarios that need to be run through at that point in time to make sure that folks are ready for retirement. And it starts with a financial x-ray to really determine how much risk you have in your portfolio. What are you paying in expenses and fees that you don't see? That's why I developed the financial x-ray. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to get started on your financial x-ray. It will give you a peace of mind knowing that the amount of risk your portfolio has lines up with the amount of risk that you can handle where you are in the retirement process. Again, give us a call at 863-285-3815 to get started right now on your financial x-ray. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. From the pitch, swung at a little too soon. Strike three, you're out. To the joke told at the wrong time. To barely missing your connecting flight. This is the final boarding call for flight 109 to Chicago. Timing is everything. The same is true for your social security benefits. Take them too soon and you can leave a lot of money on the table. Take them too late and you might spend down too much of your savings. Everybody's situation can be different, but taking your social security benefits at the right time is important for your retirement success. Philip Statler at Statler Financial understands Social Security and can help you make decisions that are best for you and your retirement dreams. Call 863-285-3815 to start optimizing your benefits. With Social Security, timing is everything, so don't delay. Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial today. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Our firm offers insurance services and is not affiliated with the U.S. government. Advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here with Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services here in Sebring. He is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. And Philip gets questions each and every week about all things retirement. So we're going to open up our mailbag. We're going to go over some common retirement questions. We have a really good collection of questions. We figure um, you you probably have some pretty similar questions as well. So hopefully you'll learn a little something from these folks who have some of these questions. And uh, Philip, let's uh, let's get into it. First question comes from Gary, who is from Wachula, who's been looking forward to retirement for years. But now that he's less than two years away from his target retirement date, 
he's starting to panic a little bit. (laughs) And Gary wants to know if this is normal. Do other people get cold feet about retirement? How do I shake this off so I can enjoy myself? Boy, isn't that the way? Yeah, Gary, that's... uh... (laughs) It's not unusual uh, to have that happen. I mean, I get people yeah. that, uh, you know, the closer they get, the more real it becomes, the uh, the more nervous they get. And, um, you know, we have to just sit down and reassure them that that's why we have a plan in place. That's why we've done the planning. You know, we've done the hard work to make sure that, that everything's going to, you know, plan the way that we, we've got it put in the plan. And, uh, and so, you know, that's, that's what it is now. I'll just tell you that I, I have some folks that, you know, as the closer they get, because they didn't actually write it down, they, they do keep pushing it back a little bit. And, and finally, though, they, something happens and they say, okay, this is it. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to retire. Mm-hmm. And, and they get that relief once they make that decision to, okay, this is my last day and, and move forward because, because they have a plan in place. So they know where their income's coming from and how that's going to flow. Mm-hmm. The, the other case, just for an example, I have a, a couple of clients that, you know, we put together the plan and they've come in and said, you know what? I'm not going to make it to that date. I'm retiring. <laughs> We're date. done. We're out of here. We're done. And, and that's why we have a plan because that plan takes those things in consideration. And we know, hey, if we decide to retire a little early, this is what we're going to do. Plop that plan into place and and we're ready to go. Next up is Patrick from Lake Placid who has some friends who are struggling. This other couple that they know, the husband was in a debilitating car wreck and they were not prepared to live on the wife's paycheck. They still don't know if this friend is going to recover enough to work again. But this has Patrick and his wife wanting to make sure that they would be okay if something similar happens to one of them. Uh, They just want to know how do they make sure, where do they get started? So a couple of things I would say there, because that's um, there's a lot in that question. Um, I I think you start with preparing a net worth statement for yourself right now and determining, you know, how much do you have on the liability side? And then let's look at the income. Where's the income coming from? Um, And this is a case where um, we don't think about it and we probably don't talk about it much on the show at all really is disability insurance. Yeah. You know, this is where things like, like having a disability can, can pay off Um, and kind of like long-term care insurance. We don't want to think about it, but it's out there. It's something we need to be planning for. And this is, this is no different. We, We need to have a plan in place, you know, whether that's having enough assets to, to survive, um, and how do I look at it? I look at it this way. We build our plans so that we could cut off one person's income and say, okay, how would that work? What mm-hmm. would happen? What ifs, yeah. right? We can walk through some of those scenarios and determine, you know, what's going to happen. You know, what are we going to have to do to, to make sure that we could survive? And, and, and that's just part of the process. Right. And, and those are those are tough things to think about. Um, but the reality is, Philip, none of us is promised tomorrow. And I think we all know someone or we've experienced ourselves where everything changes in the blink of an eye. One phone call and everything that you thought you had planned is different. And, and we just have to face that fact, which isn't a lot of fun sometimes. But gosh, how much better is it to have the money side taken care of if you do have one of these catastrophic incidents, right? 
Yeah, exactly. And I mean, not just that, but, but I mean, you have a spouse that passes away. Yeah. You know, that's that's so um, that changes the dynamic totally. And, and what do we do? How do we do that? <clears throat> that's why we build out our, our plans so that we can do what ifs. OK, mm-hmm. what if John dies in year five of retirement? What's going to yeah. happen? Um, and I think that that's important. Yeah. Yeah, it it is. And it's important to work with somebody who understands what all those different what if scenarios are. It, I mean, you've seen enough of this over the years, Philip, to know some of those things to kind of stress test for and some of those what ifs that can happen, because it's hard for those of us who don't do this every day to even think about all the different things that could happen. But um, and you can't predict it, certainly, but you've seen a lot <laughs> over yeah, the years. You know, people retire, they, 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 you know, figure, hey, I'm going to have both people's social security. We'll have this little pension. We'll take our RMDs will be fine and then you know one of the spouses passes away and now oops yeah you know part of our social security is gone now what do we do yeah exactly you're figuring out the money side the plan right exactly um great question there patrick 863-285-3815 is how you can reach philip statler if you'd like to have a conversation with him about some of your specific questions of course when we go through these here on the show uh, there's there's still a lot that's missing from each of these uh, personal situations so philip can't get super specific with the answers that he has but to get those specific answers to what's going on with you and your situation 863-285-3815 is the way you can do that today. Get him on the phone. Um, let's go to another one. Brett from right here in Sebring says his father-in-law keeps giving some financial advice. He's very well-meaning, but it is driving Brett crazy. Does it make sense to get a second opinion so we can assure him that we have a solid financial plan? Not a good reason to get a second opinion, Philip. <laughs> yeah. It, there's a lot of good reasons to get a second opinion. That's obviously one of them. To, to say, hey, look, I have a plan. But the other thing is, is do you really have a plan, right? Is it a written financial plan? It, you know, if you're that age where you're not even close to retirement yet, do I have a financial plan that says, okay, here's what I'm doing, you know, to get to where I need to be at retirement? And if you don't have one of those, well, then, you know, maybe maybe he's pointing you in the right direction to make sure, hey, look, do you have a plan? Because that's going to be the difference. And so I just, I would just say, you know, have a plan in place. Um, no matter what age you are, a plan is important. But if you're getting close to retirement, then it becomes even that much more important to have the plan that makes sure that you are going to have enough income to live off of when you finally decide to retire. And I think if you've got a plan in place and, and you can say, Hey, look, I've got it taken care of. Here's, here's the plan. Uh, I would, I would hope that that would help. And I think you bring up a great point there as well, uh, where, you know, Brett is saying we do have a plan, but uh, there could be a few things missing that maybe he doesn't even recognize. So um, never hurts to get that second opinion and just make sure that you've done enough because you only get one shot at this whole retirement thing. Oh, that's right. There's no do-overs in retirement, no. folks. I, I, I wish I could say there was, but there's not. And if you mess up and all of a sudden your account is half of what it was when you started, hmm. it's going to drastically affect Yeah, exactly. Uh, Let's do one more. Beth, also here in Sebring, Beth's oldest daughter is looking at some college loans, and she has asked about 
uh, co-signing, would like mom and dad to co-sign, what are some things to consider before Beth signs on the dotted line? Yeah, I have a lot of caution to kind of throw out there for this uh, this question, mm-hmm. Jen, as I look at that. Beth, don't just think twice, think three or four times before yeah. doing that. I, I unfortunately have some real life uh, of uh, experience with this issue. Um, I've had grandchildren that had grandparents co-sign on loans, uh, student loans, and they got, you know, the degree they were seeking at a private school, which was astronomically expensive. Or, you know, uh, she wasn't going to make thirty dollars or $40,000 a year. And when she graduated, she had $150,000 in student loans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so things like that are concerning to me. So number one, I would never, ever recommend co-signing on a student loan. Um, You know, there's other avenues out there. I mean, it's just you get to a point and you have to look out for your retirement. And and don't get me wrong. I understand it's your kid. Hmm. You know, we want to get them through college. But a lot of times I see uh, kids that that they they they're going to a school that's expensive. They don't know what they want to do. And so it reminds me of an article I read not too long ago uh, about Columbia University, you know, that high price school. Kids are graduating there with music degrees and um, social service degrees with $200,000 of student mm, loan debt. Gosh. And, and the most they're ever going to make in the jobs they've chosen is $50,000 a year. Gosh, how, um, how do you do that? Oh, you well. can't. You know, it's just problematic. That's a whole nother issue. Folks, listen. There's a lot of questions that we can answer. There's a lot of things that go into planning for your retirement, but it really and truly starts with risk. Knowing the risk you have in your portfolio, knowing the risk to your income that you might have out there. It's all about risk and making sure that you don't have too much as you head into retirement. Let me help answer those questions for you. Give us a call at 863 285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Give us a call, schedule your financial x-ray, and let us stress test your current portfolio. 863-285-3815. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.